0: what's up no ride around here we are ready for another episode that is going to possibly be the first episode we've ever recorded where you re-listen to this one many times in the next calendar year that's a that's a bold statement Because we've got some good episodes. (laughs) We do have good, but you know, I, uh, so I don't rewatch movies. I don't reread books, um, because I'm a plot guy. Right. And so even though there's nuances, like I know, uh, over this weekend we'll get into what you had done. You watched movies that you most definitely have seen before in the theater, but, um, you know, you catch the nuances or maybe you get this like the matrix is supposedly about something else. Right. Um, (laughs) like it's going to (laughs) change, but, but like people interpret things and, and, um, Unfortunately, because I'm a plot guy and I have a, a relatively uh, strong memory, I go to rewatch a movie and I'm like, no, not going to happen because I'm, I just played in my head as I'm like finding it on Netflix or Prime or whatever. I'm like, oh, yeah, I've pretty much watched it. So I don't re listen to things, I don't re watch things. But this one, this <laughs> one, I think is going to get re listened to. And again, not uh, out of jubilation, but almost. Like when you listen to this, guys, and when you re-listen to it, you're probably going to be depressed. And here's why. (laughs) (laughs) We have coined today's episode, five things you must do
1: if your event cancels. Also known as being a bike racer in 2021. 2020, (laughs) 2021 bike racing. This is your,
0: this is your, uh, bailout. So, you know, it's inevitable. There's going to be a, a series of events that cancel, this year that you're a part of. Um, and and when, when that happens, what what do you do? right? And so this is the list of five things you must do if your event cancels and this does not come out of philosophy. We didn't you, you know, we didn't research this and guess, we simply
1: did this last weekend. Right. so um, it's kind of funny, like the kind of the beginning of, of this story goes back to... I don't know, January, no, February. Um, so myself and uh, Team Rider Colin had uh, had gotten into Mid-South Gravel, which is one of those lottery system, hard to get in type events. And much to both of our surprises, uh, we got in. And
0: super jacked about it. Yep.
1: Just crazy excited. It was going to be a cool adventure to, to go over to visit some friends in Tulsa. The race is in Stillwater, Oklahoma. Um, so just all in all, pretty excited. And the race got announced to go, quote unquote, virtual, which I hate. It's not a virtual race. Um, I don't like the term. I get it. Yeah, <laughs> it's
0: the best of a bad situation. Yeah. But let's, you know, I, I, really, honestly, the value of a virtual, like, Zwift does it better. Yeah. It's, it's kind of like where it boils down to me. For me, it's like, Hey, you know what guys, uh, Zwift way more engaging than your virtual, like you just told me how long to go.
1: Yeah. Um, now credit where credit's due to, I think it's Bobby's the race director at Mid-South. Like he put some time and energy into it. He partnered with shops, um, in eight cities throughout the U S um, to kind of create a hub for displaced Mid-South racers. Um.
0: And they were real courses. So, like, yeah. real courses. Yeah, I mean. Local bike shops built sure, real yeah. courses. And so, whatever.
1: Yop Cycle here in uh, in Denver was the, the partner shop. And they came up with four really good routes. Um, you know, they had two pretty flat, like, when I say flat, but just very, like, what it would be like to do a gravel event in Kansas or in o- Oklahoma. They had two of those, a 50 and a 100. And then they had two pretty gnarly Almost mountain bike courses. Anyway,
0: yeah, we're getting caught up. Yeah, so it doesn't matter. Who okay. cares? So you do a virtual event.
1: Do a virtual event, and you'd said to me, "Hey, man, your race is canceled. You should come to True Grit with us and do the gravel there." And what my remark was, "I
0: don't know." <laughs> yeah, you, 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 said, "I don't want to. I don't want to burn two race entry fees." And, and in retort, I said, "Well, you know, Cimmerin, who's the race director for uh, for True Grit? She put it off last year when COVID was happening." And so I go, you know, this is going to happen. And uh, sorry, guys, that noise right there. We're recording at my house. And my two dogs have been laying down for six hours doing nothing. They literally (laughs) haven't fucking moved. And we hit record. And these little assholes are now like sucking on this and biting on that. And I know what that sounds like to you. It's terrible. And so that clanging of the chair was me just hitting a dog with a chair. Um, And yes, you can take that for what it is. But it's a 100-pound dog. He can take a chair. (laughs) Anyhow, uh, I yeah. said, come to the event because she's going to put her event on. Don't worry about it. She's going to put, and long story long, which is the crux of this episode, is that mine too was also canceled. Yeah. We'll get into that later.
1: Two canceled events. Um. So, yeah. So, um. yours was very last. I mean, you guys made it out there, though. Yeah,
0: yeah. We're, we're going to get to that because okay. I got a story that is going to put you on your heels. Okay. You're going to sit back, <laughs> enjoy popcorn. Don't try to put words in my mouth because I'm going to navigate this ship and I don't need a co captain. I'm going to crush this thing. All but, right. All right. Beyond that, I was receiving text messages from you throughout my adventure, which is long and storied. Yeah. And I wasn't able to respond to yours because I was, I was busy doing it. Because you were dealing with your... Okay. But when I went back to yours, I realized, holy crap, what you did uh, is something that like I rarely am like, man, I couldn't do that. And looking at what you did, I'm going to tell you now, I couldn't do that.
1: <laughs> so...
0: And couldn't and wouldn't are two like very closely related words in this scenario, <laughs> right? But I really don't think I could. Yeah. So what did you do?
1: So I in so, Colin and I uh, had planned on doing one of the said virtual courses that was part of Mid South, um, and then Colorado got an impressive snowstorm. I mean it it rates in the top five that I've seen and dropped. Yeah.
0: 40-some inches up in front of yeah. evergreen 20-plus yeah. inches down at in Littleton. Yeah,
1: I mean, there was just... So, that just killed... Like, midweek, we knew this storm was coming in. I even texted Colin, I think, on Tuesday uh, before the, the virtual event would have been. I was like, dude, I, I don't think we're we're riding a damn thing. Right. And uh, I still need... I, 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 I wanted to do something in the spirit of a challenge. And so... My dumb ass thinks, well, I'll pull up a five hour trainer road workout and I'll do five hours indoors at my house in place of Mid-South.
0: Wait, it's gross. Uh, <laughs> one, but also is one of those things that you say it because conceptually that makes sense, right? Like, yeah. Hey, you do trainer roads anywhere between 60 and 90 minutes in your house almost every day. Yeah. Right. When you can't ride outside. And so you're like, well, I'll just do five hours because I, I, I know what I do and I know what I watch and I know what I set up. And. Yeah. But after like two hours on the same saddle on an indoor ride, like <laughs> things, I'm assuming, this is one of those like, yeah, I can do it. And then you're out there and you're like, wow, this is really more than I bargained for.
1: The the nitty gritty was three and a half hours, honestly. Like, three
0: and a half hours and you're like, oh shit.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: I've got a whole movie left.
1: Y- well, yeah. I mean, that was the thing is like, and so I, I sat down and I, I was like, what, what two great movies that I haven't watched since I saw them in the theaters that I would enjoy. So I, I queued up the last two Avengers movies thinking that in my mind that was going to get me all the way through, but I was definitely left with some like some dangler time and I had to figure out what to do. Um, but I, I treated it as an event and, um, you know, I, I woke up, I fueled, um, I had on bike nutrition so that I could just keep pounding the pedals and take minimal breaks. Um, I did allow myself once an hour to stop for a bathroom and water, like get new bottles, whatever.
0: Maybe the way you would have if it was like an aid station. Yeah.
1: Or something. That, that, was, that was just how I broke it down in my head. Um, but it was hard, man. I mean, there's a like, it gave me an yet another new perspective on how we as racers tend to, to process events and, you know, we talk, we joke about race math. Like when you're out on the course, like, okay, I'm halfway to the halfway and I've got this much time. Like there's like this particular scenario, I was still negotiating like, all right, dude, if you can do the hour, like you can get up, you can go take a leak. You can, there's, you got, you got one pancake left upstairs. You can house that dude. Like, like you're still negotiating just the same, uh, it, or, you know, it, it, in the same spirit as when you're, when you're deep into a race and kind of trying to, to, to find the, you've already committed to the event. So you're trying to find the, the thing to get you through. And that
0: like for a racer, that bleeds into like your normal life. Like there's days at work where I'm like, all right, man, get through this one, this one, this one, and you get to go get a oat milk Cortado at Nixon's. Yeah. And then like, and then I'll get through this one, this one, this one, and then I'm going to go get uh, an Americano. Yeah.
1: <laughs> you know, so. Yeah
0: that it bleeds over, but for
1: sure. So anyway, it was hard. I mean, it, it felt like an accomplishment because it was hard. I mean, that's five hours of pedaling. You know, you could argue that on a five hour bike ride, there's a chunk of coasting and you get descents sense and well,
0: and that's where indoor riding, uh, to be honest with you, I woke up this morning and got in a quick 30 minutes on, on the indoor bike. And
1: yeah.
0: Indoor bikes are just yeah. You don't, you don't stop. Like I didn't, it wasn't hard. I did 200 Watts for 30 minutes. Yeah. I can do that all day long. It's yeah. Not a deal. Uh, but inside it's 200 Watts constant. For yeah. 30 minutes. yeah. Yeah.
1: You don't, you get no coasting, you get no, you know, you don't cover extra mileage, you know, like, you know, doing something like uh Leadville, you're like, yeah, I've got these three gnarly climbs on the way back to Leadville at the end of the race. But I also get three baller descents. Right, right. So, you know, like, yeah. it, it's, I don't know. Anyway, uh, mentally, it felt like a, it felt like more mental training than it did physical training. Um, but it felt good. It felt good to do. felt good to do something in the spirit of the event, um, even though it was a, a paltry substitute. Uh,
0: well, and I would imagine that of everyone that was in Denver area
1: who was signed up for Mid-South, if there
0: were, like, yeah. you know, I mean, I'm I sure be, there was plenty. There was some. I'm sure it couldn't be a ton, right? Yeah. But. Of, say, there's 15 or 20 of you that were going to be there, you know? How many people did something? Because there were a lot... The I didn't see videos of people riding indoors. I saw videos of people jumping off their porch and disappearing <laughs> into their yard. Yeah. Or I saw, like, very irresponsible parents throwing their kids. And that's coming from a guy who just hit his dog with a chair. They would take their kids and lump them off the back patio, and the kid would disappear to be found on Tuesday, I'm sure.
1: Yeah. If, I, if my little dog wasn't elderly, he'd have gone. But he's old and blind, so...
0: I, uh... <laughs> Yeah. Watching that unfold was, was crazy. Um, well, you know, the, the episode, we said five things you must do if your event cancels. And so I think of this list of five, you were limited in in some of your, um, ability simply because you, you had to do it indoors. Yeah. But as I go over the list, I actually still aligns. And so, um, I know that there's listeners probably that, you know, are 15 minutes in now and they go, okay, okay. What are the five? So before I have you queue up your popcorn in your uh, little little movie theater candy, I'm going to rattle off the five things you must do if your event cancels. All right. Number one, keep your weekend, right? So we sign up for these events, and you've allotted the time, either away from work, away from family, away from responsibilities, whatever it may be. And so if that's the case, right, and your event cancels, You've already you've already got all of the cards played out, right? It, it's set. Keep your weekend, right? There, there's a, a very select few amount of these for many people every year, right? We call them our A races or A whatever's. But let's be real, like we're not in the tour, right? We're not putting a UCI number on our number plate on our bikes necessarily. So it's almost just having the weekend too, which is so great. So keep your weekend. That's number one. Number two rule to do if your event cancels match mileage and effort you've spent the week doing like workouts that you've prepared you've set yourself up you have you've uh, cued the body you've done foam rolling you've done like everything is dialed for you to have a huge effort so keep that right otherwise you end up with this tank that wasn't emptied and you spent all the time to fill it up so match your mileage and match your effort number three forward is never backwards this is going to come up when I share this story with you. Okay. Because at one point, somebody in over the last weekend said, well, now we're going backwards. And I'm like, well, no. As soon as we turn around, that is now our new forward. Yeah. So momentum is <laughs> really forward. So the answer is forward is never backwards, right? If you're moving. Number four, find a story. And what I mean by that is most of these events, they tell the story for you. You can do Mid-South Gravel. It tells a story. Um, the, the renamed Dirty Kansas, now renamed to... I can't remember It's new. The story is Flint Hills, up and down Kansas, Shale Rock, like really long, you're going to go forever, right? Leadville's story is reaching the top of Columbine and ripping back down and the red carpet. Like, they write the story for you, the event does, and then you pay for that to become like your story.
1: Your story, yeah.
0: Right? But number four is find a story because you now hold the pin. So, create a story like you did. You created a story and... And I'm going to revisit these two movies I love. Like you had a post about how you didn't expect that those emotions to bubble up towards again. <laughs> so, like um, write your story. And then number five, and, and this is the smallest one, but I think also the most important one. Uh, use your race number. So, had we had this conversation before our events were canceled, we were already separated at that point. I would have been like, yeah, Harlow, but put your race number on your indoor bike. Right. right. Like use your race number. If that means you're deviating from your anticipated race and you're out riding elsewise use your race number. So five things you must do. If your event cancels, keep your weekend match mileage effort forward is never backwards. Number four, find a story. You now hold the pin and lastly, use your race number. Those are the five things that you must do if your event cancels. And I have got a story for you that brings those five things together.
1: Uh, yeah, that's uh that's, that's all. And you know what? I, I, by your definition, with the exception of having a race number, I feel like I kind of I, I, – I feel fulfilled.
0: That, well, that's what I mean. Like, I, I, as I was saying, like, you couldn't have – well, no, actually, you hit, you hit all of those. Yeah. Um, so, you got your popcorn?
1: I'm ready. I'm ready. I, got that. I don't because know popcorn. a little this... early for popcorn, but I got coffee, so. Oh, I
0: was like in a story that never ended. Uh, now was... I've
1: seen you twice since you've been back. We've talked on the phone once or twice, and I just know you've been – like, like dying. You know the meme with the kid turning red because he wants to say something? Dude, That's wondered, been you for three yes, days. <laughs> I
0: know. And, uh, you know uh, I didn't want to tell the story in the shop because get interrupted and it's yeah. like come back to it. Yeah, didn't want to say it over the phone because we're not a couple of girls. We're not going to be on the phone for 30 minutes. And so, yes, I have been anxiously waiting this very moment right now. Like, this is the moment. Go, right?
1: go. You do you.
0: All right. So, Wednesday night, Uncle Mental flies in to Denver. Stays at my house, we leave Thursday morning, we pick up Brian Elander in uh, Evergreen, actually at the Floyd Hill parking lot, his mom drops him off. I turn to her and I say, wow, you're really trusting your kid with some guys you barely know, but um, okay. She goes, <laughs> ah, he'll be fine. We get in the car, we continue driving. West, we swing through Fruta and we pick up Victor and Fruta. So now you've got the four of us in the car, we stopped at the Cocopelli Trails and just ripped a quick, like one hour, is like sub one hour riding time lap um, horse thief bench and, and whatnot. So just a nice little, like break the ride up back in the car all the way to St. George, we get into St. George, get our groceries right to the grocery store. And we're knocking out, you know, um, that night's dinner, the next night's dinner, which would be pre-race. We're knocking out all the breakfast. What do you like for break, race breakfast? Like we're getting all of that stuff as you do when you go out of town for these trips and we get to our Airbnb and have dinner. It kind of goes off. Without There's a big issues. crew, right? Yeah, so we had the four of us, um, Brian, Victor, Derek, and myself. And then we ended up in St. George, linking up with Colin Donovan was racing. He brought Liam. He brought Liam, his son. Uh, Jeff Murphy was doing the three-day stage race. So that included the gravel event. And they had um, actually they'd already ridden there on Thursday. We had uh, Chad Berenson was there. So Chad was there with his family, and he had a big old family thing going on. And the race was, was also part of it. Um, he was there racing. And then we linked up with some guys that I've met throughout the years racing that are not part of No Ride Around. So we had Amir out of San Francisco, who I met in La Ruta in 2018. We also did La Ruta together in 2019, and we've done some bike weekends. Um, super stud racer out of California. And then uh, a couple guys I met through the NUE, like uh, Logan Casper, who was the NUE marathon champion last year, races for full Formulas. Um, and, and some others that were kind of like just popped on. But we had a squad, right? We had a group. And uh, we wake up Friday morning, and it was not the desert, St. George, Utah, that I expected it to be. It was full-on snow. So we woke up. I walk out. I was first one up. I walk out. I go to make coffee. Um, fortunately, I get up about 12 minutes before Derek, who will stand on your backside while you make coffee. Because... <laughs> He says that I'm an impatient person, but when it comes to coffee, he's the most impatient human you've ever met in your life. And once he gets it, he's fine, Yeah. right? But he will sit there. Until then. Yeah. Oh my God. And he, <laughs> I'm like, he knows how to make a French press, right? Like You boil water while you grind coffee, you pour it in the thing. When boiled water is done boiling, you pour it in, it's four minutes and I, then you push it down. Like I, that's just the way it works.
1: I have to say I'm guilty because of the Leadville that you introduced me to Chemex and I was just like hovering, like you gonna make some KMX? So like, yeah, yeah.
0: I, I, um, so here's a rule with mental: uh, I don't make him KMX because <laughs> he doesn't have the patience for KMX. Right. So I make a full press, and I'm like, "Dude, leave, okay?" <laughs> because I have a whole system in the. It's very like uh, a. Co- it's almost meditative the way I make breakfast and make coffee, sure. and it's and I don't talk. Morning ritual. Yeah. <laughs> this do. dude. This dude is like, coffee ready yet? Co- co- coffee ready yet? yet? Co- is it in a cup? I don't. If it's in a cup, it's ready. That's like the defining moment where you know you can. But I love him to death once he gets his coffee. And he needs a whole press. So I don't do Chemex because he drinks too much of it.
1: Right. You right. know, like
0: when I sit down to have coffee with him and I have made a Chemex, I don't even enjoy it because I'm chugging it because I want to get more of it before he goes and just houses the whole thing. <laughs> so all right, we got it on a tangent. Anyway. It's full snow and we're like, dude, this is a problem. And now we start saying like, well, I'm not going to necessarily pre ride because my bike's like my bike's ready to go, right? Yeah, it's
1: race ready. It's clean. It's prepped. It's ready. Everything's to
0: go. good to go. I'm not going to go ride and like it's guaranteed to be mud. We, we raced this event last year and it rained and the mud was the mud was there. So like we're not going to run that risk. And so uh, wake up to snow. We all wake up and that's kind of like okay, casual morning breakfast, this that the next, um, and and we decide we're not gonna not gonna rush off. We end up at a coffee shop. We end up at the bike shop. Like we end up at. Race check in. We do all these things, and now it's raining, and it's just it's just a bad deal. So we've kind of hung up riding. Well, then Chad links up with us for lunch on Friday, and he's like, "Well, dude, I still want to go ride Zen." And we're like, "No, no, dude, we can't go ride." And then Brian's like, "Well, well I'll go ride." And then Victor's like, "Well, I kind of want to ride." And I'm like, "This okay, fine.
1: Y'all do you." Yeah.
0: Derek and I are in the house hanging out. They're all riding in mud. We know better. We've been in this mud before. We were yeah. in the mud last year. I'm
1: sure it's nasty mud too. It's right? nasty.
0: It doesn't go anywhere. So we end up uh, chilling, and as we're chilling, an email comes through. This is Friday, right? Race moved to Saturday. So, or Sunday, rather. Race moved right. to Sunday. So now and we're I'm...
1: getting, we have a Slack channel. We're getting periodic updates right. from you guys.
0: Right. So I find out, well, we're not going to race. Well, if we're not going to race, shit, I'll go ride in the mud. So we saddle up right away. We take off, we go, we hit, we hit, and uh, do this pre ride with everybody. Man, we are like four, not even five minutes into the ride. And Amir's linked up with us at this point. And we're not even to the trailhead. And all of our bikes, Derek, myself, Colin, Amir, Liam, all of our bikes grind to a halt. Because the 30 yards that we had to accomplish to get to the trailhead socked up in mud and just stopped you. Okay. We ride Zen. I need to kind of walk myself. Right? You know me. Yeah. You need, to you, need
1: to, you need to walk. So Brian and
0: I take off. Right? Elander and I take off. He does the second lap. We take off and I'm on the single speed and I'm, I'm getting after And Brian, at the, you know, later on, he told me, he like, dude, I was sitting back there holding like 330 watts, 340 watts climbing, thinking like, this probably isn't super smart to do this effort. And I'm like, "What's well, the only gear I got. So <laughs> I'm just driving it. Right. Yeah. And so I get up top out, I start descending and then on the descend down, there's slick rock features on Zen trail and we got some cool GoPro of it. Um, and you can check out no Rider on YouTube to see that. But I go up this piece of slick rock and as I crank up, my bike just goes and stops the shit happened. look down and I have completely torqued a brand new chain ring, bent it sideways, which I don't know how that happened. looks
1: like a potato chip. Looks you like sent me a picture. It... Yeah.
0: I, I can't ride it. Um, at the time I did it, a lady was watching me and she, uh, she goes, Oh my gosh, that's bad deal. I'm like, yeah, I know bad deal. She <laughs> goes, what gear are you running? And I looked at her and I go, Hey, you know, I probably don't want to have a fucking conversation right now. And then she just gets real quiet and looks at me and is like, uh yeah yeah i understand
1: um yeah the the the, the helpful trail side person when you when your bike is broken is the worst person in the world
0: yeah what's going on um shit's broke
1: yeah oh what what broke my whole day just got completely F. your nose and you keep
0: asking me <laughs> fucking questions yeah i hate it so anyhow long story long i took the chain off i go chainless descent all the way down, I uh, I call Victor. I'm like, pick me up. Victor picks me up. We hop in the car. It's all i covered in mud. My truck's not covered in mud. I've been trying to keep this thing clean. You know what I mean? With five dudes in it, four dudes in it, and uh, we jump. Amir jumps in the back seat because he blew a tire. And so we're now we're like hauling to the bike shop. We go to the bike shop. Like, if you hey. guys
1: were racing on Saturday, this is nightmare scenario.
0: Nightmare scenario, right? Yeah. You don't want to be dealing with that at all. I mean, you're at the. The day before a race, the night before a race. And it, it, this all happened, and it's like not, it's like 5 o'clock. It's 5 p.m. So, what time do a lot of bike shops start closing universally on yeah. a Saturday? Right? Like five, I mean,
1: 5,
0: 6, yeah. seven, right? Early. Early, right? 5 or 6. Yeah. So, we happen in the car. Victor slides, moves over. I drive uh, pretty aggressively, still in my cycling shoes and full mud, and hammer to the bike shop while calling the bike shop and explaining what's happening. Yeah, man, I think we got you. We got a 34-tooth. Blah, 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 chain. Oh, cool. So I roll in hot to trot. And you know how I get when things don't work, right? Like I'm pretty speedy. Yep. And uh, so I pop in there. They take it. The bikes are covered in mud. Like, hey, dude, uh, can you wash them too? Victor brings his bike because it was uh, shifting a little off. And has his because it's tired. So this guy's like, yeah, yeah, man, we'll wash them. like, cool, man. We got beers for you if you wash them. What do you like? And so this is working out, right? This is the first kind of like bright light in this starting to derail situation. Leave, shower up, whatever. Um, coming back, we grab grab the beers. Well, prior to that, problem number one, and we'll kind of call that problem number one for the weekend
1: the chain ring, the chain ring, chain ring, problem number one. Yeah,
0: problem number one. Shop calls me and they say, Hey, man, we um, we thought we had a 34, but as we looked at it, it was a 32 is mislabeled. Sorry, um, will that work? No, it won't. No, absolutely, it's not. It's a like, single speed,
1: like, no, it's not. It's not gonna I'm work. I'm used to what I'm used to,
0: right? And so. Uh, they go, all right, um, here's the deal. There's a few other bike shops in town. Why don't you call the one and I'll call the other. And then if I find one, we'll get together. And uh, anyhow, this is what we're doing. So the bike shop dude's super helpful, right? Yeah,
1: And I think any bike shop dude gets that like you're in town for a race. Yeah.
0: And he's a bro too. He's like an enduro racer, like a top level enduro racer. Uh-huh. And so super on it. Um, He ends up finding one at a different bike shop. So, I had to go to this different bike shop, pick up that ring. They close in five minutes. It's now like 5.50. (laughs) Rush back to that bike shop, send Victor to get the beer while I go in there, give him the ring. They're going to swap it out. Like, all this stuff happens. It's almost 7 p.m. They've closed. It all works out. Functioning bikes.
1: Okay. Three functioning, clean bikes.
0: Three functioning, clean bikes.
1: Which in and of itself, night before a race. Yeah. End of the day. Like pretty big props to the that bike shop.
0: Huge props to them, dude, and they're the t- they're the title sponsor for the bike for the race and
1: super cool. We got
0: to dinner that night for Victor's birthday. All right, repeat. Now we wake up Saturday morning. It's the day before the race, right? Because you, oh, be- yeah. so you do the day before the race scenario, right? Yeah. Like, the day before the race is a very hard day, right? Because you have restless legs. Yeah. You're totally queued up. Glycogen levels are full. Energy yep. levels are full. Good night's sleep. Like everything's mapped out. You're just waiting in anticipation. So you do Norma Tech on your legs, you foam roll, you try to, like, you're just occupying yourself, yeah. right? So we have the second day of this now, okay? Wake up. I think someone had to head to the bike shop for. Oh, our bikes were so clean. Derek and Brian were like, "Wow, your guys' bikes are like really clean." We want clean. clean bikes. We want to clean bikes. So we they so we the first mission after breakfast go to the bike shop, and uh, they're gonna clean their bikes. We get there, they start cleaning their bikes. We're sitting in the car waiting for them, and Victor lets out an explosive f word. Right, he lets out an explosive f word only because I checked my email and I turned to him and I go, "Check your email." And the windows are down in our truck and the doors are open to the shop. And everyone in the shop looks in because Victor has read that the race is canceled. We woke up Saturday morning to the same type of snowfall we had woken up to on Friday morning. They anticipated no snow, maybe a little rain. It ended up being full snow. Friday's gravel event was a 90-mile, 9,000-foot gain ride, of which over 100 riders were on course for and less than 28 finished. I think they had 23 finishers. Yeah. I know some hard ass dudes who said they couldn't even they couldn't use their hands. Yeah. So they had to move their whole arm over to shift in on their left shifter sure. to get to like the big ring or small ring. They were using their whole arm. To, like hard dudes that ride through nasty stuff. Yeah. That bailed. Like. Yeah. Real risk of of long term damage. Yeah. Um, yeah.
1: Yeah. I talked to uh, Jeff Murphy. Yeah. And he was like, he's like, I honestly at various points thought like maybe the ERs in order.
0: Yeah, he said he has never been more uncomfortable in his life.
1: Yeah, that, right? so
0: so we find this out. Victor screams. that but we were anticipating going to this. There's a coffee shop called Free Love Coffee, and it's next to a yoga studio. <clears throat> and uh, <laughs> lattes are great.
1: That that little throat clear had no judgment behind it.
0: <laughs> it was more about the uh, environment was an enjoyable space. Right.
1: It was calming. Calm, and then you got Victor screaming. So
0: we're going to go, to, anyway, to breakfast. Now, everyone has congregated the bike shop at this point. And I kind of feel like I have that, like, captain feeling, right? Like, of this weekend. I feel like the captain of this weekend because of the two of us, I'm representing us as yeah. the, like, no rider on squad in St. George. And so uh, I go, guys, we are still going to breakfast. So <laughs> we go to free love Whatever
1: coffee. happens after that, yes. we're still getting food.
0: Well, the race game, what are we going to do? I'm call, take you know, there's three fucking breaths need to be taken.
1: Yeah. And
0: I'm going to get me that latte because they have like this turmeric oat milk, which is just ridiculous. So we'll meet at the coffee shop. En route to the coffee shop, I call my buddy, Mark uh, Duncan, who I met in 2018, LaRuda. He's a firefighter in Las Vegas. Las Vegas is only two oh, hours away.
1: I, we, they were at Breck Epic. They were at Breck Epic. You met yeah. Mark. Yeah. they yeah. came in and we hooked a up. Yep. No, CDs those guys were are, awesome.
0: Yeah, they were great, right? So he's
1: the bigger dude. Yeah. One of them was like an FBI agent and the other was a firefighter. The, they're
0: both firefighters, but the, the one is like the chief or a, yeah. um, invest, fire investigator or something yeah. like that. Anyway, great one, dudes. Great dudes, dude. Uh, super like go with the flow, chillax. Like the dude, Duncan finishes... Every bike ride or race, rather, no matter if it's a stage race or not, with a fat cigar nice. and a glass of single. Nice, I, I, I like it. He's a stud. So I call him in route to the coffee shop, and I go, "Listen, dude, uh, I got nine guys with me. Everyone's queued up, geeked out, pissed off, and totally unfulfilled. I'm coming to Vegas. Put together a three hour ride on your local trails. Keep us entertained." And he's like, <laughs> uh, uh, "Uh, uh, uh, done." And I was like, "Sick. Uh, we're gonna get breakfast." I'll call you when we're on our way. He was doing true grid also. So okay. he kind of knew what was going on. Yeah. Um, he's like, I'm in. So we have breakfast, you know, everyone gears up. I go, guys, you got less than an hour. Be geared up, meet on the road. We're driving to Blue Diamond, Nevada, right? Which is such a good Nevada name, right?
1: It's like perfect.
0: Um, so that's what we did. And that's when like Logan met up with us as well. And so we had a group of like 11 or 12 riders, a couple of Mark's buddies uh That met up with us, and it was twelve of us in full spandex, race numbers on our bikes, and all queued up, so I like just ready to rip right because we're all fueled, yeah, just railing these local trails in Vegas, and it was such a fun ride, dude
1: and i wouldn't have even thought that like I know bootleg Canyon has a great i've i've ridden in bootleg canyon, um uh, but i wouldn't have thought immediate to vegas
0: so you know honestly, fifteen minutes from the strip, yeah. And it was badass. It was big open desert up on Mesa, slick rock, chunky trail, chunky descents, super tech. I was talking um, a few episodes back about Tucson, like the sides of the trail are trying to kill you with the, all the cat right. Guy, yeah. right? This one, even worse. Like It wasn't even um, like, hey, they're on the side of the trail. There were the way like we do here in the woods, where you kind of got to duck around a tree branch. Mm-hmm. You're doing that to like cactus arms. Uh, uh, it was, I'm, uh, th- it was not for arm. me. It's Every, not for me. Everyone raked arms, fingers, yeah. knees, but it was. It would do. It was such a fun time, and because the group was was pretty big, it ended up. You know, those guys were guiding us, but one was on like an enduro bike, and the other one was just on his fun bike, trail bike, and we're on race bikes, right? So, they would just kind of say, okay, you're going to go to this spot, turn left, and then stop at the next intersection. All right, thanks. And then we would just nuke it and right. wait. And then, nu- so it was just intervals all day. Nice. Um, but it, hooting and hollering and having a shit ton of fun. Um, and so, that's what we do on Saturday. And uh, everyone, you know, we finished just before sunset. It's like almost 6 p.m. And we all say our goodbyes, whatever. And then in my car is myself, Victor, Derek, Brian Elander, and Amir. So, that's our group of five it smashed in my truck. Brian's in the middle in the back, you know, you're 18. That's what happens.
1: You're 18 and he's tiny.
0: Yeah, you're a small dude. Okay? Yeah, Smallest dude per, sits in the middle. Watts per, most watts per kilo sits in the middle. That's how that works. <laughs> so we're driving back. Night's coming upon us. We still have this race dinner, right? Like this race dinner we bought Thursday night is still right. sitting in the fridge, prepped and ready to go, but it's two hours away, right, from, from where we are. So we're driving and someone's like, hey, should we stop and get food? And I kind of, anytime someone says I'm stopping at food... I know that it's, hey, let's stop and get shitty food. Because yeah. there's no such thing as like stopping getting quick, good food.
1: Yeah, no. For the most part. You know? Yeah, it's.
0: So they're going to be like, oh, there's an in and out. There's, a, and I ain't any of that shit. Like I'm in prime race form right now, right? So I'm like, ah, yeah, we'll just go back, we'll make it. And then we're driving and I'm starting to get hungry. I'm like, man, it's actually going to be a little while. And I was like, unless anyone wants to have dinner on the strip and we're like literally on, like we're on the highway right at the strip. I mean, you're, watching, you're seeing all of Vegas is right there. <laughs> Caesars is like right there, right? And and no one says anything. Victor chimes up, Uh, yeah, absolutely. And so I make a four lane change in a half a second. Everyone freaks out. And I just rip the truck to the right, exit. We're on the strip. We're at the, we end up parking at the Aria. Uh, we have to take Amir's bike off the roof because it won't fit into the parking structure. We roll into the Aria. He tears his wheels off, puts them in the backseat of my truck. We're fully loaded. And this is when the fun began because all those jerks brought a change of clothes.
1: <laughs>
0: this jerk is in his no-ride-around spandex kit head to toe. Thinking, okay, okay. Victor goes, we're getting sushi. I'm like, I'm about to be eating sushi on the strip in Vegas in full spandex with an 18-year-old kid. that I don't even know if he's allowed in
1: here. Like, I don't know. Like, and. You you joked about some like taking him to the casino, and I'm just like, well, I don't know what the rules like. Like, you can definitely stay at a hotel attached to a casino, and you can walk through it. Like, I just didn't like. I never went to Vegas any younger than like my mid twenties, right? And so, no idea what the rules were.
0: Yeah, no, and uh I still don't really know what the rules are. <laughs> I know this: we had to wear a mask, and so we roll in, and I'm walking in spandex and a mask, uh, full cycling kit. I didn't. I mean, and I wasn't like. Derek's like, hey, you want a jacket? You want no? Like, if I'm going,
1: if, be- <laughs>
0: if I'm going, I'm going all the way. And if not for nothing, Las Vegas is the place to wear the crazy outfit, right? Yeah,
1: there's two places in America, New Orleans and Las Vegas. Yeah,
0: it's where like crazy outfits reign rule, right? Yeah, yeah, I was not the most awkward dressed human <laughs> in the casino. I promise you that much. So we roll through. We go to the sushi restaurants. Awesome, and uh, it, it's funny watching. So I, not to harp on him, but when you watch. Um, like an 18-year-old kid interacting with a guy his like tail end of his 30s, the other two guys, in the, or one guy in his 40s, two guys in their 50s, and then you have an 18-year-old kid, right? Like, we're old dudes. By it. comparison, yeah. Yeah. And like I remember when I was when I was younger, I thought all old dudes were rich too, right? So like <laughs> old dudes are just rich. You and, just have money. So they just have money. Like they always they, they never hesitate, they just pay for shit, right? Um, we're not all rich, by the way. But
1: a <laughs> little, little secret for you. We're
0: ordering in you know, hour order this, sushi, and that sushi, and someone orders this and someone orders that, they're asking questions. And Brian picked the cheapest thing on the menu. Yeah. that would still kind of fill him up. Right, like, totally. And it was awesome. He got some yeah. like skewers of steak and
1: stuff. Yeah, like, I, I've been that guy you, with the older the, guys. Totally. Yeah. Like I don't know. Like we went to uh, in Vegas. Went to a steakhouse. Was like, I'll have the burger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. I don't have eighty dollars for a steak. Right. No, you. Find I barely it. had twenty dollars for the hamburger.
0: Right. <laughs> so you find like the cheapest thing that's still going to kind of fill you up without looking like you picked like the cheap – like you didn't get – did get, get the salad. Or, uh, what, what movies – I'll have sh- the shrimp. Yeah, just one.
1: Yeah, one, one right, right. Yeah, no.
0: Um, so, so anyhow, uh, Brian, listen. When you're in Vegas and some dude you're with's in full spandex and you're eating uh, sushi as a post-ride meal on the strip, which is totally just out there sideways – Order whatever you want because one of those old guys is just going to pick up the whole tab. Yeah. That's how it always works. Every time. And Uncle Mental stepped up to the plate and swooped it up. And I can almost see the look on Brian's face where a fell. is like, oh,
1: shit. He's like, I should have. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Opportunity missed. These are the hard lessons in life you have to learn.
0: Yeah. And you can't read a book about him. And you
1: also have to gamble. So, like, no, I mean, you have to gamble on the old dude swooping the bill. Like, I've, I've, right. so I've, I could get burned. I've been Elander. And been like, I've, I've played the other side of that that game and been like, this and that and, you know, whatever. Just bring it all. And then yeah. they've been like, all right, so we're splitting this five ways.
0: Yeah. No. <laughs> <Fuck>. <laughs> you're, like, you're trying to, like, move. Like, he would have been, like, trying to move his Venmo to his this thing. Yeah. To that thing. <laughs> you're like, I have
1: this little, like, Discover card with $200 on it. I right. guess I'll use that.
0: <laughs> so, uh we have dinner. great. We're, we're walking out. We're heading heading back, and uh, we're walking by the gaming tables. And I actually I hate gambling. Um, I don't gamble. I, 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 I don't gamble at all. Um, i you, you. do.
1: You own a small business. <laughs> right. You gamble every day.
0: Sure. <laughs> uh, only with the huge things in life, livelihood. Um, but no, like I I'll, I'll, like I'll race you. You know, you want to foot race across the street for five bucks or something? I'll do that. But I, I don't like to gamble on things that I'm like, completely out of my control. And it's partially because my heart rate. Like I'm I, I respond to it, right? Right. People are like, oh well, just gamble what you don't care to care to lose. Or uh, There's no amount of money yeah, that I'm okay uh, losing. Zero is the answer to that question. <laughs> They're like, Well, I like to do it for the entertainment. I'm like, I don't know, it seems like some really fast entertainment, you know what I mean? Um, <laughs> I can have one goo packet which costs, you know, two dollars and fifty cents, and I can ride a bike with that one goo packet I can ride a bike for four hours. Yeah. When I put a chip down on a roulette table, it spins in less than a minute. Like I can find better.
1: It's a it's a big dopamine hit.
0: Cost per minute is is, bad.
1: is awful. I can only think of one other thing. <laughs> <Cost per minute. laughs>
0: and at least there's like uh it it's it's a climactic thing. <laughs> <laughs> so anyhow, uh, however, I do have an eighteen year old kid, yeah. and we are starting to number four find a story. You hold the pen. We're starting to write some chapters here, right? Hey, Elander, you want to play some roulette? I can't play roulette. rule. I'm not old enough. Paul, my ID, put it in his hand. Now you are. He looks at my ID. I go put it in your pocket. He sits down at a table. He didn't have any cash, obviously. I unfortunately only have two bills, like cash bills, in my wallet uh, because I usually keep a few of these just as like a backup.
1: We covered this. You have a yeah. $100 bill on you.
0: Yeah. So I'm like, great. This is going to be okay. So I give him 100 He changes it with the dealer. They ask for his ID. He has it. Dealer my ID. She hands it to the pit boss. Pit boss looks at it, gives a nod of approval, hands it back. The glory of the mask, ladies and gentlemen.
1: Also, the pit boss probably knew and yeah. just didn't give a shit. And,
0: well, I mean, do we want to take $100 off this kid? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> so, they nod it all works out. They give him like a hundred, you know on roulette, you get like all of the chips, right? They give like $101 chips and, and I'm like, no dude, he's like trying to move them. I'm like, no dude, just get a chip. So, changes thing, gets a $100 chip. Tell him to put it on black. He puts it on black. They spin the wheel, I'll take a picture of this because now I'm like got evidence of contributing to the delinquency of a minor. It spins, drops red seven, he loses 100 bucks. We stand up, we walk away, and I go, Brian, see, that's why you don't ever gamble. Stupid activity. Don't ever gamble. Lesson learned.
1: Yeah. Unless uh, it's on Old Dudes Buying Dinner.
0: Right, seriously. So we drive home. That was Saturday. Now there's no race, there's no event, there's no like wake up in the morning early, get your bikes ready. Like there's really nothing.
1: Nothing to do. To
0: do except take advantage of your weekend.
1: Right. So, because at this there. point, you guys, you had all the way through Monday blocked out, right?
0: We were going to, well, we were coming back on Sunday night with a, uh, hey, we might have to come back Monday morning because of the weather. Because of weather. That was happening here. Um, I know this trail system outside of Zion called Guacamole. And the, the, the ride's called the Whole Guacamole, which is like their 11 mile loop. And 11 miles doesn't sound like a lot, but it's 11 miles of riding on a Rubik's Cube where you got like puzzle pick your way up and down and in and out. And uh, it's super fun. Like it's just smiles the whole time. Um, and they don't have it like Moab where Moab has the dash marks. You, know, you just kind of follow the dash marks mindlessly. It's, it's really these really natural cairns that they put in like little chicken wire. And like you got to, it, it's fun. It's a puzzle on a bike. And so, uh, you know, communicating through Slack and text, get the whole team say, hey, this is where we're going to go ride. So Sunday morning, wake up, and that's what we end up doing. We end up getting to go to Guacamole, and as a team, riding the Guacamole Trail system, getting another overpriced turmeric oatmeal gatte uh, at Free Love Coffee in Zion, and then driving through Zion National Park to Bryce and taking a backdoor route. We're heading to, to Fruta, And, uh, you know, we made the best of it, right? Like, we were able to, we, we pre-rode Zen on Friday. We were able to do this Las Vegas ride, I didn't even know they had those types of trails either on Saturday. had a ton of fun out there. We got to ride the guacamole system on Sunday. And then we're heading back to Fruita and we're going to stay at Victor's house because it's now, you know, it'll be like 10 o'clock, 9.30 yeah. p.m. when we get there. And then my shit starts hitting the fan. Like outside of the race stuff all happening, there's also this like matter of a giant snowstorm in, in Colorado. In, in Colorado. And I got my employees that are they're like, dude, my car's buried. Like it's, it's not like I can't get out. Like I'm buried. Mm-hmm. And we're coming up now. It's going to be Monday morning. I got to open the gym. And I don't know if it's safe to open the gym or not because I don't have boots on the ground. Like I don't know You're not there. You yeah, just,
1: it's all arguably people who probably want an excuse to sleep in. Let's be real, who doesn't <laughs> want a snow day other than the owner of the business? Right. Like
0: everyone else affiliated with the business wants the snow day, except yeah. for the owner and the customers. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And so I was in that moment where I'm like, man, kinda like I mean, I trust my guys for sure and gals. Like I trust them. But so I had to call a third party. Like really, how party. hard are
1: they selling it? Totally.
0: So I had to call a third party that, dude, no, it's like like I watched a car move out of their driveway for 45 minutes
1: and give up. So it was early Monday morning.
0: That's what I heard. So I end up I'm like, all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna cancel the sessions in the morning. So I ask Abby to put that on social media, and then I'm canceling it on our online scheduler. But because of disjointed 2021 communication standards, I have to have it on Instagram, Facebook, on MindBody, on the website. I've got to send emails. I've got to send. Text messages to the individuals that were all registered for each... So I'm doing this all while driving 88 miles an hour with three other souls under my guard, right? So I'm texting and they're texting. People are texting me back and I'm like, oh my God. So I just... um, My glycogen stores are still high. I'm race ready. Uh, My energy is high because I've been slamming coffee to like drive this six-hour drive to Fuda, And uh, and I'm angsty because this whole event like never happened. Like I've just... There is angst in me, and yeah. I'm, I'm like disguising it because, you know, I'm captaining this group and I'm being Mister Positivity, well, Mister Always Go
1: Forward. And it, you know, it not to to take away from the story that you guys created, but like at the end of the day, it wasn't the competitive, uh
0: hundred mile race through the desert. Yeah, it like, wasn't. It wasn't.
1: No. It wasn't a race. And that's you know when you get your your. When you get ready for a race, like a race unrealized, is is a hard thing to 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 swallow.
0: Well, I start thinking about the previous weekend. Well, you didn't really get after it like you could have. The previous Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Yeah, like, yeah. You for, took this week you off. Know, like, you were mellow. You now, just now you're behind the game, like and so <laughs> which is ridiculous, right? But that's what the yeah. racer's head does, you yeah. know. And so, so we're coming up on the better part of 9 p.m. and we're 25 miles out from Fruta. And I know I'm gonna go to Victor's house and just lay on like the inflatable mattress and start at the ceiling. And just be like, why did this happen? All right. So instead, I go, Elander, you up? He goes, Yeah, I'm up. You game? Yeah, I'm game. He didn't even know what he's game for.
1: I made a comment to the to you the other day that having Elander on the team is probably the best thing that's ever happened to you. Oh, dude. Because he's young enough, enthusiastic enough and bold enough that I can think of a handful of things just since he's joined our group that you've been like, yo. And he's like, yep.
0: Dude. <laughs> yeah, first off, that's always his response. Yeah. And like what, what him and Scott Beck do uh-huh. on a weekly basis, like they, they ride in the coldest, nastiest, and then long, like the other day, they did like 60 miles and seven K climbing. Yeah. And it was like 17 degrees and windswept gross roads. Like, so I go, yo, you up? He's like, yeah, man, I'm game. Cool. So we pull over at Rabbit Valley. We get out of the car and we get up our bikes. And I don't even buy, like I did, I had some like, uh, you know, like travel pants on or something. I just ripped those off through a, a liner, like a padded liner on and put those travel pants back on. Had a t-shirt and a sweatshirt. Yeah. Like I didn't bother getting all like my very yeah. race specific. I was like, man, what? I grabbed a thing of shot blocks and just put them in my pocket just in case I needed them. And uh, strapped a light on, he strapped a light on. And we left from Rabbit Valley and we rode the Pelle Trail. Um, connecting, you know, Loma to to Moab. Uh-huh. We rode the Coca Pile from Rabbit Valley, and we were going to ride it all the way to Loma. From Loma, ride to Fruita to Victor's house. By the time we get pedaling, it's about ten p.m. Okay, <laughs> and I can see the look on Victor and Derek's face where they're, they're like, just
1: like these fucking
0: guys. They're just wise enough, you know,
1: like they've got the years. I'm
0: old enough to be able to do all this stuff and like buy our way out of trouble.
1: Yeah,
0: Elan just old enough to do the stuff. Period, and be like, I hope the best. <laughs> and Derek, and well, Victor- he's in that
1: great spot where like. He's young enough and resilient enough that, like, a lot can go wrong right. before it's bad.
0: And really, he's got an insurance policy because then he's got me, the old guy, to yeah. him, yeah. To, to bail out whatever needs to be ultimately bailed out, right? Yeah. Like, on that end of things. And then
1: you got to and And the great Derek. thing is, is he's going, in his brain, I know the thought process is like, well, this has got to be safe because Justin is taking me to go do this. Thinking that, like, you've got contingency plan upon contingency plan. Yeah, no, when in reality, that. you're just like, if something goes wrong, I hope I have cell service. Yeah.
0: Like, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> we're just going to go. Yeah. And I'm, again, I was so much like angst that I had to get, like, I had to get the like, People think I'm very, like, volatile. I'm like, no, not volatile. I just don't bury it down and then, like, go home and, like, kick shit. You know what right. I mean? Like, I let it out. Yeah. Right. Get the, get the ugly out. And I had a lot of ugly in me that I still wanted to get out. So, we take off and dude, it was the coolest thing because as soon as you start pedaling, you're like, man, I don't know if this is a good idea. But about 30, 40 pedal strokes into it, that goes away. And um, at one point, Brian looked down and be like, oh man, it's like 11 o'clock. And I'm like, you know, Brian, like time has disappeared now.
1: Yeah, we're just riding bikes.
0: Once you go out there, I go, dude, we, we got to drive to Denver in the morning. That's it. So time is irrelevant, right? Like if, it, if we ride for two hours or for five hours, it, uh, it's irrelevant right and it was just obviously we saw nobody right a um, shock yeah.
1: <laughs> no it, no angry hikers we,
0: we do this route on the tri- uh trail troy built i've heard know, of it yeah black diamond yeah. super chunk uh, i end up taking an Indo i go I go otb uh at one point Brian ends up uh having having like a chain issue do, but nonetheless like we just roll and man it was so much fun like
1: so, well, was a, so you're saying, you know, Rabbit Valley to Loma, to, like, what's that? to me, that sounds like a lot of miles to decide to do at 10 o'clock at night when you still have to d- drive four hours to Denver in the yeah, morning.
0: Yeah, it, it ended up being 30 miles.
1: Yeah. Um, eh, the, that's less than it sounded like.
0: Well, the final five were like bike path to Fruita for okay. Loma. Yeah. But the the 25 miles that we did do on the Cook Pellet trail is like all chunk, yeah. right? Like in the daylight with a trail bike, it's hard to navigate a lot of the like chunk, yeah. right? Yeah. And I'm on a single speed hardtail and he's on a race bike yeah. and we have like just our beam of light and we don't really know how long the lights are going to last. Like mine's just been in my bin. It was charged when I put it there. Weeks
1: but ago, yeah,
0: right. His ends up dying. His light. I had one backup headlamp. So I grabbed the head and now he's using like a backup, like piece of junk, like target headlamp <laughs> that sits in my glove box. I end up uh, some, at some point knocked a water bottle before I even took a sip out of it. So I have no water. In a thing of shot blocks, he has a bottle of water um that he can only offer me minimal ounces. I'm like, no, dude, I'll wait till I run out of saliva if I really need it. Yeah. But
1: if it gets bad. We split the
0: rack of shot box like when we linked back up with Mary's loop. And uh anyhow, we end up riding it the whole stretch. We we're finally descending through, and like, you know, we're taking some of the descents easy because he's got no lights, so he's sharing my lights. So we're trying to ride <laughs> like side by side. And right. um, we get to the bike path and we and we hear him back. We roll into Victor's house at 1 a.m. We roll through downtown Fruita at 1 a.m. And it's just this cool feeling, right? Like we've accomplished. It was the first moment of the whole weekend that I felt like we accomplished something, right? Because 30-mile ride from 10 to 1 over the coca Pelle Trail, like after all that's happened, that's a pretty cool deal. Second ride of the day. Uh, I do have a weekly mileage goal, and uh, I couldn't check to see if that was going to get me right to it or not. Um, I ended up getting 0.27 miles over my weekly (laughs) mileage goal by the time we rolled in. Uh, we can't sleep. We're all keyed up. So we're raiding Victor's cupboards. And I, I an entire bag of bare naked granola. Uh, Elander's on the countertop with a thing of animal crackers and Nutella scooping it out. He's seven years old. He's scooping Nutella. Oh, to be 18. <laughs> um, by the time we're bed, it's like 2.30. So uh, now to Monday morning, and we're like, man, this is, this is starting to be the trip that doesn't end. But we're heading back to Denver Monday morning. Derek has a flight at 2.30 grab coffees. We bail out. Thanks, Victor. Thanks, Faith. Appreciate you guys. We're rolling. We get 40 miles away from Fruta. Derek's checking his email. He does the same thing Victor does. Says a choice word. I look over. My flight's canceled. Well, we ain't going back to Denver then because now I've shut the gym down. It's snow in Denver. We've got bikes.
1: <laughs> Gym's closed. Lights are canceled.
0: Yeah. Uh, later. And so I flip a UE, at like one of those emergency vehicle only deals. Start heading back to be met with a sign that says Interstate closed. Have to do a 45 mile detour through uh, Debequa. We end up having breakfast in Grand Junction, rolling back to Fruta, and Derek, Brian, and I end up doing like a two hour ride on the Cocapelli Trail system again um, just to ice off the weekend and to take full advantage <laughs> of being trapped in dry desert with no race event, but with bikes and with friends and with food and with water.
1: Being, you know, being trapped in Denver in a snowstorm and shoveling my driveway, I'd much rather be, quote, big, massive air quotes trapped <laughs> in the desert with dry trails. So
0: we said that so many times we're riding and, and we're like, dude, everyone who sees this is going to be like, man, I wish. Like, I think of moments that I, that I hate and I go, man, if I could just be in the middle of the Kokopelli Trail right now on a mountain bike. And so we, we got to be there. And that, that was the coolest part. Um, we ended up riding and we ended up finally making our way back to Denver, um, on Monday night. And, you know, I felt super irresponsible because it was such a go with the flow thing. Right. But you know, when you circle back to five things to do, if your event cancels and number one being keep your weekend, um, uh, I just kept going back to that. And I was like, like the, this, you know, people think I'm just like a racer dude only. And it's, it's really not, it's, it's the whole thing, you know, like we ended up being Cancel out an event because of weather, riding through mud at points, riding in Las Vegas, brand new trails with new friends at points, having sushi dinners on the strip in Las Vegas, <laughs> gambling, <laughs> uh, riding more awesome trails in Zion, which the pictures we took looks like we're riding out of a postcard. Um, you know, and, and just one of the things I, I told them when we were coming back, I'm like, you know, we had a good time when the TVs at the Airbnb never turned on and we never stopped and just listened to music. It was literally just conversation yeah. the whole time. And you're talking, you know, ultimately 18, 20, 22 hours of driving. Yeah. Over the course of the whole deal.
1: So, that's a that's a hell of a weekend. I mean, <laughs> right? I'm tired just thinking about it.
0: Dude, it was it was such a deal. And in the whole mantra was really what our team is, right? Just just keep going forward. Yeah, just something.
1: just keep going. Um, I think that was a uh, even though you couldn't have, you know, two vastly different experiences on two, um, canceled races, it in the spirit of like, you know, keeping that forward moving mentality or, or, you know, when you, when we kind of briefly talked about this, it's just like, you know, find the adventure. Um, it, it felt rewarding to know that like there was a group of guys who were associated with what we're doing, like having a, this massive adventure out in the desert. Really, just kind of taking it as it comes because that's all you could do, right? Right. right. Um. It, it, I don't know. It was cool just knowing you guys were out there, and um. So
0: it, it was neat watching everyone. Everyone's in no ride around kits the whole time. Like yeah. you know, it was almost as if you could see that the faces of other people driving around St. George had bikes on the back of their car, or you know, on Friday when we were there and the weather was the way the weather was the shop that the, the type red rock soccer the, the sponsor shop was selling out of all their winter stuff that was all on sale racks right because they're <laughs> expecting their spring to come yeah i even said to one of the guys who worked there, i'm like dude talk about an easy way to dump your dead inventory right like it doesn't have to be at a summer sidewalk sale now like you could see the anguish on people's faces when the event canceled and i was sitting there I'm like no we're not gonna be we're not gonna be the bummed people right we're we're just gonna go do different shit right, right. like
1: yeah, we're, there's a whole big we're desert going. state yeah. there. We're, we're With, going. Like, yeah.
0: What are we going to drive? Two hours? Done. Get a coffee. We're going two hours. So five things to do if your event cancels. Keep your weekend. Match mileage and effort, which is what we ended up ultimately doing. Match the mileage. And the cocapella was needed for that. Forward is never backwards. Find a story because you hold the pin. And then finally use your race number. And we did. When we were rolling Vegas, we all had race numbers on our bikes. <laughs> nice. And it was just, it's awesome.
1: Love it. Love it. All right. Well... I think that's going to wrap this one up. I yeah. don't have anything useful to, contri- to no. contribute to no, that. It,
0: it, you know, um, I, I just I just implore everyone because 21 is going to have deviation.
1: It's going to be up and down. I um, mean, it it is nice. Now, I think this is the first race that either of us have been signed up for that got canceled that wasn't canceled because of COVID.
0: Right. No, yeah. I know. It was...
1: So at least there's that like, yes, it sucks that it was canceled, but hey, small silver lining, little positive reach. It wasn't because of COVID. Right. Um, But I think it's going to be a rocky year.
0: It's going to be, it's going to be rocky. So just, just know that you can keep, you can keep moving. Like the adventure is still in you, Mm -hmm. but um, the racer doesn't die because the event cancels. Um, So follow our five tips, man, and and just keep rolling. And uh, if you have more tips, like if you have things that we didn't address that maybe you did or you plan to do, or you have done. Um, shoot us up on our socials. Get some interaction back with you guys. Um, let us know if you've got a crazy story. If your story can trump uh, Las Vegas sushi dinner as a post-ride meal, um, let's hear it. Yep. Uh, yeah. look forward to hearing from you guys.
1: All right. Well, that's gonna do it for us. Thanks for listening, y'all.
0: the Get the fuck out You're weak You're done So get the fuck out